Hello, and welcome to the Thrive Mindset Podcast. I am so glad you are here with me. My name is Carrie Dale, and I am your host. I am an entrepreneur, author, podcaster, manifester, and motivator. And I am on a mission to empower you to create the life of your dreams. If you are looking to uplevel your life, relationships, finances, productivity, and success, you have come to the right place. I will share with you tools, resources, strategies, my failures, and my successes that have all helped me achieve the life of my dreams. It is my goal with this podcast to help you see your potential and empower you to create the life of your dreams. So let's get to it. Today's the day we finally get to the letter E of Thrive, exercise. Everyone knows that exercise is good for you, right? And everyone knows that there's benefits that come from that. So we're not going to talk quite as much on that. But what a lot of people don't talk about is their struggle to exercise and their struggle to stick with it. We know that most New Year's Eve resolutions don't last. People maybe stick to it for a month, if that. But that's not the kind of struggle with exercise that I'm referring to. Let me tell you uh, a little story about myself and my my path with exercise, and maybe it'll feel kind of familiar to you. Going way back to when I was a little girl, I would run and run and run, and it was just with pure joy. I think most kids do this, right? In fact, one of my first quote-unquote experiences with exercise was when I was about four years old, and my older sister was running a jogathon for her school. My mom took me down to watch, but of course, I didn't want to sit and watch. I wanted to get out there and run with all the big kids. So I ran lap after lap with those big kids, smiling the whole time. And it was just a joyful, fun experience. Then fast forward to elementary school, right? And PE is a word that becomes synonymous with exercise. But again, everything was just fun. With, of course, the exception to square dancing, which is a little embarrassing to be dancing with a boy at you know a young age, and then also to be doing dance moves that nobody does anymore. I mean, come on, do do and grab your foe. I don't even remember how it went, but it was just ridiculous. (laughs) But other than square dancing, the challenges that PE brought were exciting in my mind. I mean, bring on the rope clients. Who says a girl can't do that? And run? Again, loved it. But I didn't want to just run. I wanted to beat everyone and not just the girls. I wanted to I wanted to beat the boys. Unfortunately, I didn't beat them, but I would keep up with them, which that was its own satisfaction. Now let's move on to middle school. Middle school is about the time where that negativity started creeping into my life. My body was changing, and it wasn't changing at the rate of other girls. So maybe while exercise was quote-unquote easier for me because I didn't have these boobs yet, I was comparing myself, and I didn't think I was good enough. I, I just thought there was something wrong with me. And then, of course, where I was changing was I was getting hips and a booty, which my friends then teased me over. And I, of course, was too young to understand that they were teasing me because, well, it was their own way of dealing with their insecurities and jealousy. I mean, that's that's junior high, right? Now, combine all of that with what was going on with TV and women at that time. They were all real thin and honestly anorexic. But it gave me this total body image complex and this idea of what a woman is supposed to look like that I strived for, which was so unrealistic and absolutely unattainable. But I wanted to be just like those movie stars, right? I wanted to be that super skinny, which for some reason at that point, I had realized that exercising, probably because that's what they all advertised, was the way to do that. But I also had this weird idea that 
if I exercised, I build muscle. And if I built muscle, I'd be bulky. So then I wouldn't be thin. So the exercise became like this double edged sword for me. And so the love hate for exercise began. Now let's move on to high school. And just like in middle school, I continued to play sports and enjoy that part of exercise. But also the behaviors continued with this whole mindset of what exercise was and what it would and wouldn't do for me. On top of that, I started having a really bad relationship with food. I had realized that I could eat less and drop whatever weight I thought I should, you know, I should be losing. So while continuing this weird relationship with exercise and these these warped concepts of what exercise does and doesn't do to your body, I began to also develop this awareness that if I didn't eat much, I wouldn't gain any weight which was, again, so ridiculous at this age because I should have been gaining weight because I was growing, because I was still, you know, I was still becoming the woman I am now. But I somehow got that in my head. And I seriously, I mean, I I barely ate. It was, I don't don't even know how I survived. I would make a smoothie at breakfast, which honestly was a homemade orange Julius, which I know sounds a little funny, but that that was the thing at the time. And then at lunch, I would have a Snickers bar and a Pepsi, which again, super healthy choice, right? But I would, that would be what I would have for my entire day. I would go to sports activities and then I would go home and have dinner and whatever, you know, my mom made for dinner. Or I also worked a lot. I worked at a little ice cream shop, sandwich shop downtown. And, you know, if I wasn't home, then I would, you know, make a tuna sandwich there or have a bowl of soup. But I mean, really, that was it. That was all I consumed. I also continued to take PE, not because I had to, but because it was an easy A. And I probably did enjoy it somewhat, mostly because it was fun and games, right? But overall, I would say that I did it only because it was an easy A. Then somewhere during, no, actually, I would say at the beginning of my junior year, when my then high school boyfriend, now husband, went off to college, and I no longer had my ride to and from school, And that meant that not having a license yet, I would need to take the bus. Well, that was the most embarrassing thing in the world. So no bus for me. I would just get up a little bit earlier and I would walk to and from school every day. And during that time, I dropped like five pounds, right? And I mean, I was already tiny to begin with, but I dropped five pounds from just that, you know, walking to and from school every day. At that age, it's absolutely easy to lose weight without even thinking about it. But what happened was people around me noticed and they were commenting about how skinny I was. And in that warped mindset that I was in, while they probably were commenting because I was too thin, I took it as like a compliment. And wow, I was I was starting to look like those women on TV. So then it occurred to me, well, if walking does that, what will running do? Now let's fast forward again. As I got older, that mental note of what running and weight loss does never left me. So as my relationship with food got worse, because, you know, by the time I was in my 20s, I was now a mom and my hormones had changed. And well, I couldn't just eat (laughs) that Snickers and Pepsi or whatever else I wanted and remain tiny. There were only three things at that time that would work for me to lose weight. And that was to exercise, barely eat or be super stressed. So there I was working out all the time, not eating and stressing my body out. And while we can talk about how sad that is overall and and all the things that I had to learn to deal with, 
the real point I want to point out about this is what I was truly missing out with what exercise was and what it does for you. But anyways, I would eat bad things. Uh, I would overeat, I would undereat, then I would punish myself, then I would not eat, and then I would cycle and repeat that, right? And all the time adding in exercise, but only as a punishment, only because if I ate like that, or I didn't eat like that, or if I wanted to control my weight, I had to exercise. And it was just this negative, terrible thing. Like I, I dreaded it every time I did it. I hated it, but I would do it to punish myself. I didn't see food as fuel for my body, and I definitely didn't see anything good in exercise other than it was a means to an end in regards to my weight. Again, fast forward some years, and I had it in my mind that it would be a great idea to run a race. I had been on again, off again, kind of just running casually, again, to punish myself for the things I was eating. But I don't know, I I think I just, I looked at running a race as a new challenge, something to set my mind towards, something to look forward to, and something to accomplish, because that competitive part of me just loves that. So I started training with a goal in mind, right? I had this, had no, no goal of any weight loss. It was simply to run this 10K. And what I found after a few weeks in of doing this and not thinking of it as punishment I was actually enjoying it. I enjoyed being outside and just breathing. I loved hearing the pounding of my feet on the ground along with my breath. I would spend my mornings out running just to be present in the space and in my thoughts and start my day doing something that was for me, not being a mom, not being a wife, not having to do anything for anybody else. It was just for me. And then I ran the race and I felt super accomplished. And I did better than I thought I would. And then I was on to the next one because that's kind of what happens. You get this bit of this little runner's high and you want more. And the funny thing is without punishing myself and without even thinking about it, I was actually getting into great shape. And I had found this love of being a little girl and running all over again. And this is where my mind started to shift about exercise. I started to see that it was something to care for myself. I was not only physically looking better and feeling better, but I was mentally better. And also my business, my ability to work and think clearer, all of those things were so much better. Now, since those race days, I I can't say that I run as much as I was. It actually comes in waves for me. I generally enjoy it more when it's warm outside. So I probably would say that I'm a late spring to early fall runner. And the rest of the year, you know, it's not really my jam. And that's okay. I've learned to accept that. I don't punish myself over it. I don't judge myself that I've, it's almost like starting over to build up your endurance again. It's just all good. And I've found other things that I like, right? So I rotate around some months doing bar or Pilates, and then other times I'm doing HIIT workouts. And right now I'm really enjoying yoga as part of my morning routine. I have completely learned to accept the fact that I get bored and need periodic change when it comes to exercise. But most importantly, I've learned to reframe exercise in my mind so it's not tied to my weight, but it's about taking care of myself both mentally and physically so I can be the best me that I can be. Although I can tell you that things have shifted in my mind and I can say that I eat to fuel my body now and I exercise for reasons other than to manage my weight, it can still be an absolute battle. Old habits die hard. And I will tell you there are moments 
sometimes days, sometimes weeks, sometimes even months, where every day I have to remind myself, this is not me punishing myself. I am not having to work out more today because of what I ate yesterday. But instead, I'm just taking care of me. So if you're at all like me, which I have a feeling so many of you are, I don't think that I am abnormal in this at all. I would bet now that you can see or at least understand how so many of us confuse exercise with weight loss or punishment for eating poorly rather than the reality, which is so much more and that exercise is so good for you for a million other reasons. If you're still stuck in that mindset that exercise is a punishment or that you have to do, you have to be working out and exercising in order to lose weight or you have it tied to this picture of whomever you are, start there. Change your mindset. And it takes day after day of telling yourself and remind yourself. And sometimes minute after minute or hour after hour. But keep saying it to yourself. Keep reminding yourself that you are not punishing yourself. That that's not why you're doing it. And if you are, stop. Find something else. Don't go to the gym. Instead, go for a walk. Don't don't go run harder because you think you might lose one more pound or because you ate too much yesterday or you had that piece of cake. Just, just don't. Go for a walk instead. Do some yoga. The sooner you start reframing and you start seeing exercise as a benefit and not a punishment, you'll also find that you enjoy it and you'll start seeing just a better life. Okay, enough of that. I really hope that at the very least, those that have struggled with this don't feel alone. And for those of you who never struggle with that, I admire you. (laughs) I wish I could say the same. And for those of us that are just like me and still have our moments, we'll just keep going. You know what's right. You know what exercise is and what it's not. And you just keep, keep moving forward. But enough of that. Let's go into talking about not what exercise does for you physically so much, but more why so many successful people say that exercise is part of their daily routine. So number one, exercise raises your energy level. Proven fact, every time you work out, your body releases endorphins, serotonin, dopamine, all of which contribute to your good mood, right? But it's also, might sound surprising, but exercise actually increases your blood circulation and strengthens your heart muscle. So this, in turn, makes it easier for your body to create energy giving you raised energy levels. I mean, have you ever noticed that you've done a really hard workout and oh my God, it was it was pushing you to the limits during the time. But then when you're done, you just like have all this energy that you don't know where it came from. Well, wonder why that is. The next benefit and next reason that many successful people exercise daily is probably one of my favorite. And that is that exercise increases your creativity and concentration. So it turns out that those hormones, those happiness hormones, right, they aren't just for increasing your energy level and increasing your mood. They actually get those creative juices flowing. In fact, if you run or even if you just take walks or go on hikes, the next time you're doing it, think about all the ideas that kind of come to you when you're out there. And maybe you thought it was just because you're in a silent place or you're not preoccupied with other things. And, and that's possible, too. But those hormones do activate that creativity. They also help you concentrate more on those tasks and actually get them completed. There's a mental clarity and a mental focus that comes along with exercising. 
So if you are a creative person or you have a creative job or you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to come up with new ways and new things to do and to be successful, try out exercising. See what it does for your concentration. See what it does for the ideas and the creativity and just, just reap those benefits. So the last reason that many successful people exercise is that it is great for your mental health. Entrepreneurship can be so stressful and being a professional is equally as stressful, but regular exercise can work wonders on your mental health and it can really help when you're dealing with stress. As you raise that heart rate, you often will get this overwhelming sense of well-being. You can also, as you're exercising, detach from everything stressful that's going on in your life. It's time for just you. You don't have to think about it. And and many times you can't think about it because you're focused on doing whatever physical activity is at that time, which doesn't really allow your mind to wander. It calls for your attention. And once you start seeing that your mood is better, that your stress is down, that you feel better about yourself, then you're going to able to keep building on that and use that energy that you would normally spend on stressing or worrying or complaining and instead use it on focusing on you and your health and your well-being and your mental and physical health and all of it making you a better person. Now here's the thing. Once you start changing that mindset of yours of what exercise is, then you can start finding things that you enjoy. Hiking, biking, walking, yoga, whatever it is you like to do. It doesn't need to be going to the gym. But if you're following along with Thrive Mindset, what you do need to do is commit to doing something you enjoy that is physical and do it for 30 minutes every single day, every day, and watch how it changes you. But don't get caught up into what it is you're doing or doing the same thing every day. And don't get caught up in, oh, I have to do this, I have to do that. Do whatever feels good. Dance, run, walk, hike, bike, yoga, lift weights, whatever it is that you feel like doing that day, do it, but do it for 30 minutes and just get that blood flowing, get that energy building and watch, watch, it will change you. The last point that I want to make about exercise and why I even included it in the Thrive Mindset, especially when it's been such a battle for me throughout my entire life, is that my whole mission is to teach you how you can intentionally manifest and to manifest the life of your dreams. And in order to do that, I've talked about how you have to have positivity in your energy. So if your mood is bad or you're stressed or tired, your vibe is low and negative, which is only going to draw more of that negativity and things you don't really want towards you. But if you're stress-free, you're energized and feeling good, your energy vibration is going to be high. It's going to be positive and it's going to be a magnet for good things. So just imagine all of the amazing abundance that will come to you when you're tuned in to that energetic vibration that's positive. It is truly a magical experience and one you deserve. Intentional manifesting with positivity. Oh, it's beautiful and you can do it. Thanks for listening today. If you're looking for some resources for good habits, gratitude, reflection, or any of the things that I've been teaching here, then check out the comments below. And there's journals, planners, and other resources that I've created. Also, please share, like, follow, comment on this podcast. 
I truly appreciate your support. I love being able to share the things that I've learned, the things I'm learning, and yeah, just encouraging you. And above all else, remember, I believe in you and you can manifest the life of your dreams.